0: I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and harmony in your life and all your relationships. This episode is a Q&A episode. Every month, we're going to have a Q&A episode in which I'll answer questions I receive from you, which reminds me, if you'd like to send me a question to answer on the podcast, go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast question. You can submit your question in writing if you'd like me to read it out loud, or you can record your own voice directly on the podcast. I much prefer this option because when you record your voice, when I answer your question, I feel more connected to you. And we have a wonderful and super easy way for you to just press a button on the website and record your question. Without further ado... Let's answer a couple of questions in this episode. The first question comes from Candy from Solano County, California. Candy says, I have discovered that my main communication barrier is to know when to speak and when to shut my mouth. I would love to hear how you could help me with that. Candy, I love your question. I love your question because it lets me know that you want to feel connected with others and that you've noticed that at times it's more connecting and useful to say nothing. But how do you know? When is it useful to speak and when is it useful to keep yourself quiet? I teach about this a lot. This is a question I get asked all the time in my coaching sessions. So, Candy, you are not alone. First of all, before you speak, I'd love for you to raise your awareness about your intention. You can ask yourself, why do I want to say something here? What's my intention? For example, do you want to connect? Do you want to correct? Do you want to offer your opinion or a piece of advice? Do you want to fix something there? Once you're clear about your intention, then you can follow the teachings of the Buddha about skillful or wise speech. He invites us to ask four questions. I'm going to share these four questions, and then I'll break them down a bit. These questions are, is what I'm about to say useful? Is it truthful? Is it timely? And is it kind? Let's break them down. First of all, is what you are about to say useful? Is it beneficial for both of you or just for you? Is this something that would be useful for the other person to know? Because if they don't have this piece of information, they can move forward or make a decision or be able to connect. So, number one, just check that. Is what you're about to say useful? Number two, is it truthful? Is what you're about to say a fact? Or is it your own bias, your judgment, opinion, story, or maybe belief? Or is it your own experience or observations without any judgment? So check that second question. Is it truthful? Number three, is what you are about to say timely? Are you about to say something very important at the end of a meeting or when your partner is about to leave for work or when your housemate looks really tired after they said they have to go to bed soon because they are going to get up early the next day, is the other open and ready to receive what you would like to say? This is how you check if what you are about to say is timely for you and the other. If not, it might be more useful to stay quiet. And the fourth question, is what you're about to say kind, or gentle? Does what you want to say out loud show care, compassion, understanding, friendliness? So, once again, Candy, if you ask yourself these four questions, is what I'm about to say useful, truthful, timely, and kind? If you can answer yes to these four questions, Then, open your mouth and speak. If your answer to some of these questions is no, then it may be more skillful to say nothing or keep your mouth shut as you said in your question and either wait or listen until you have four yeses to these four questions. Now, while all this may sound simple, it isn't always easy. Sometimes we get triggered. We react. And we say something that's not useful, not entirely truthful, or timely. And sometimes we say things when we open our mouths that is even harsh and hurtful. Candy, if you tend to do this, I encourage you to learn the five steps to redirect your reactivity when you get triggered. And you can find those five steps at languagealchemy.com forward slash five steps. Thank you so much, Candy, for that important question, and I bet it was beneficial for a lot of people hearing this episode today. Now let's listen to the next question. Hi, I'm Daza Greenwood from Cambridge, Massachusetts, and my question is, what is communicating authentically and not communicating authentically? Thank you for your question, Daza. This is such an important question to ask yourself, and even though you didn't say this, I'm guessing that your question stems from your desire to communicate authentically. Like me, you probably hear or read the word authenticity a lot from various media outlets, including social media, right? We hear about authentic leadership, authentic marketing, being authentic to your personal brand, or posts that start with, this is an authentic share, And people calling on each other to be more authentic or having arguments and discussions about where certain people, like politicians, fall on the authenticity or inauthenticity scale. So I believe your question is something that a lot of people are either asking or maybe should be asking themselves. What is authentic communication and what is not authentic communication? To answer your question, Daza, I'd like to start with the etymology or origin of the word authenticity. Authenticity is related to the words authority and author. Author comes from autos in Greek, as in autobiography or autograph, meaning self or achieving oneself. We could say that authenticity is to have authority about achieving oneself. And in its more modern sense, the word authentic is more related to genuine, as in facts, not fiction, and something that's trustworthy or reliable. So now that we have a greater understanding of the words authentic and authenticity, let's look first at what authentic communication is not, and then let's look at what authentic communication is. After we do that, I'm going to give you a real example of these two. The more popular perception of authentic communication is that authentic communication is to speak one's mind, one's judgments and thoughts freely with another person. However, when we look at the meaning of authenticity as in fact, not fiction, then speaking our mind, sharing our judgments or thoughts freely doesn't necessarily mean that we're being authentic. Why? Because a lot of the content of the mind with its judgments and thoughts are not facts. They're fiction. They're stories. They are our opinions, our beliefs, and biases that we're just simply sharing out loud. And moreover, many of these judgments, opinions, and biases aren't really ours. Because we've learned them or inherited them from previous generations. So we could say that we're merely repeating something that someone else said. So we're not the true authors of it. It is not ourself who is initiating this idea, this concept, this communication. It's not a wrong. It's someone else's. Therefore, when we are sharing the content of our mind, it's not always authentic. And there's something else, too. When we think we're speaking authentically because we're pouring the contents of our mind into a conversation to let the other have it, we're often doing so without regard for the impact that our words have on the other. And sometimes when we speak our mind, we do it with the intention of punishing or hurting the other. This is one example we are triggered and we're arguing with someone and we say something like, let me tell you what I really think about you. We may think that we're communicating authentically in the moment, but if we do some exploration, what we usually find is that we were just communicating what's in the surface of our mind and not in the depth of our being. And when others receive this kind of communication, Daza, they usually feel disconcerted, disconnected, or hurt. And they're less likely to think of you as trustworthy or reliable, which, as I explained before, is another meaning for the word authentic. So that is what authentic communication is not. When we repeat, biases opinions judgments that aren't ours or when we pour the superficial contents of our mind without regard of the impact of our words or when we say something to punish something that stings and disconnects now let's talk about authentic communication if we look at the origin of the word authenticity and the meaning of achieving oneself or being the author of oneself We could say that authentic communication means expressing ourselves with full authorship or agency. In this sense, authentic communication is an invitation to have ourselves fully and to express our own selves fully. When our communication is authentic, Daza, if you want to have and express yourself fully, then you need to consciously take these three steps. First, You notice your deeper experience, not just your surface mind. This is what I call noticing your inner landscape. So you notice your feelings, your values, your needs, your insights, your longings. Secondly, you connect to the relational values that you want to fulfill in that relationship. This might be something like collaboration, Connection, transparency, respect, equality. And finally, you consider how what you're about to say might impact the other person. When you take these three steps, what you end up saying is powerful, clear, and compassionate. And this is the result of authentic communication. Moreover, When others hear us communicate authentically, they trust us because we are more reliable. Now, let me give you a real example from real life. Say you and your friend are having a disagreement about a decision you both needed to make. When you communicate without authenticity, you may say something like, there you go, calling all the shots again. That's because you just want to manipulate me like everybody else. You're a narcissistic, awful person. Wow. (laughs) While saying this may give you a good adrenaline rush, if this is what you usually think about others, whether it's your friend, your boss, or your partner, if in your internal dialogue you usually hear, others want to manipulate me, if you're trying to punish the other, and maybe you're just repeating some beliefs and opinions that aren't yours, but that are quite familiar to you, then that's inauthentic communication. Now, let's say that you're in the same situation, same disagreement, same friend, but this time you want to communicate with authenticity. So maybe you say something like, wow, you made the decision and I didn't hear you ask me for what I wanted. This decision concerns me as well and I like to have a friendship with you in which we can talk about big things that impacts both of us before we act. I'm really shocked. I'd like to understand how you came to this decision and after I have more understanding I can tell you what I like to do about this. So, this is just an example. This is one option of infinite options that hopefully illustrates to you Daza how to communicate authentically if like candy or daza you are having a particular communication challenge or if there's something specific about communication that you'd like to understand more submit your communication question for me to answer on the next q a episode asking is such a beautiful act of generosity it's generous towards yourself And it's also generous towards others because your question will also help others who are most likely wondering about a similar experience. As people say it, it's a win-win. And remember, you can choose to write your question and I will read it out loud on the podcast or you can record your own voice. It's very simple. Just go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast question. We've reached the end of this episode. A special thanks to my client Jenny for telling me again and again that my voice was needed in the podcast and social media space. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you to you, Kandi and Daza for being the first ones to send questions and thank you for listening to this episode. Original music by Gary LaPoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. And as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao.